Hello, today is, I don't know what today is. It's my 100th show. So today, welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels. I do appreciate you joining me. Um, you know, normally I have this long, drawn-out intro, but today, because I got so many important people here, um, I can't wait. I, you know, the one person has to get off in like 10 minutes because she has an appointment, although she knew she had to do the show. But anyway, that's that's okay. Um, but I want to thank everyone for joining on air with Russell Fotels. Today is my 100th show. Who would have thought that I would even do one show? But um, 100 shows and counting, hopefully. So thank you so much for joining. We got uh, a star-studded, you know, uh, crowd today. Um, I'm gonna name some people here. Uh, just the people that are here now. I have, you know, I have my showrunner. I gotta name her first. My showrunner, my producer. Uh, she took over from when I left the other radio show, so she's my she's the new Ronin. So that's my sister Marsha Edmonds. She's uh, up at, up top. Um, she's a she has nothing to do with travel other than she loves to travel. That was that's it. You know that's um, she's been to every Caribbean island on a cruise. Uh, known to man islands I've never even heard of. She's been to so um, we may get a perspective from her. But she's a teacher, so that's you know we're celebrating um, international. Women, women's month and you know i have no you know i have to, i can't I, I don't have to look far to find some women that are influential in my life especially my family and then uh, the main one would be my mom first and foremost then my sister marcia okay so but i want to thank my mom and I, I know she's watching and listening uh because she actually we're gonna we're gonna dedicate and dedicate the show to her as well she's a sponsor she actually mom's actually kicked in some money for the show right so mom <laughs> Miss <laughs> Loretta Edmond out in Blythe, California. She told me I couldn't la laugh when I mentioned Blythe, California. So I'm, I'm going to try not to laugh. But but anyway, so thank you so much, Mom. I do appreciate everything that you've done and all the, the words of encouragement and things like that. I love you. Thank you so much. And then my sister, Marsha, thank you so much for doing what you do for us and the family and my show and all that stuff and always been a constant supporter. Then we have Sarah Den. Is it Dendashi or Dendashi, right? I say Dandashi. Dandashi. Oh, good. Then if you say it, then okay, Sarah Dan Dandashi. Okay. Um, she is. Well, tell them who you are. Let's just tell them who oh, you are. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. I have to like clear this. Whoa. So I'm Sarah Dandashi behind the brand Ask a Concierge. I happen to be here in South Florida right now um, for a conference that's coming up with the Mr. Scott Eddy. So he decided to, to join us today in honor of International Women's Month because, you know. Yeah, he's a woman. But, yeah. He's but um, <laughs> he's, he's awfully supportive. <laughs> now he is. But, you know, one thing about Scott, you guys don't know, I'm Scott and I worked on a project together about three or four years ago. Um, and I've got to know him very well. And, was it 2015? God, I didn't realize yes, it was sir. that darn long ago. But yeah, so he's a great guy. He's he's known all around the world. He just came from Kenya. Just think about it. He's been to Kenya during this whole pandemic. But he's been out there making some things. He's been out there making some things happen. And he's he's showing the beauty of a lot of places. He has his own show. Can you just tell him the, the show that you have, Scott, if that's okay? Yeah. It's Video Globe Charter. It's the first travel series that's on Lifetime. Obviously, it was put on hold. We filmed and got the first episode filmed before the pandemic. We premiered during the pandemic. It got put on hold. And coincidentally, a half hour before this, I just got an email from the studio. And we have a call tomorrow to talk about the next three episodes. 
So it's coming back. I just don't know. It's the all dates coming yet. back. Wow. All good stuff. Ooh, we got more people That's joining great. the party. That's, congratulations, Mr. Thanks, bro. Scott, I do. Thank you so much for hijacking. Welcome back. I seem I've seen to have lost some people here. I don't know what happened, but we just continue to go on. Um, so we just brought in, I'm bringing in two more people. Oh my goodness. Can you hear me, uh, ladies, Kat and uh, Marilyn? I can hear you. Thanks for having us. Can you hear me? Some... Can you hear me? Are I they can there? Hear you. Are you guys there? Yeah. Marilyn, can you hear me? Oh, okay. Very good. Cat, you're there. You. Okay. Very good. Cat. So, okay. Cat. Thank you so much, Scott. And uh, okay, so we're we're muting our mics, and then when I call you, then you can you can introduce yourself. So, Miss Leslie Butler, or Doctor, or Professor Leslie Butler, tell us a little bit Hello. about yourself. Hello. Hello. Well. Uh, I was on your show one other time, Russell, but Russell and I are classmates uh, from Cal Poly Pomona, and I'm currently a lecturer there at the university teaching in the Collins College of Hospitality Management. And I've been doing Very that good. for Thank you so much. So, quite some time. Yes, yes, you have been. And uh, yeah, we're, I'm glad that you're here um, because we, you know, we need to take, we need to take of a professor, you know, that's molding young minds that want to come into this industry. So it's going to be interesting to hear your question. And for people that are chiming in now, I mean, the, the whole premise of this is that for them to ask me a question, not for me to ask them a question. Okay. So that's the whole beauty of this 100th, 100th show. I could have done it the way I normally do but um, go from script, but that's not what I'm about. I'm about trying to push the envelope somewhere. So we're gonna push it today. Hopefully the questions aren't too hard because I'm not, I don't have my thinky cap on right now. So, um, so hopefully you, the questions are not too hard and too difficult, but thank you so much, doctor. I, I call you Professor Butler, okay, is that all right? Uh, you can, but I'm not a doctor. But that's okay. Uh, professor is okay. Profe is professor okay. Well, okay. that's a little that's a little lenient on the. Uh, but that's okay. If you want to call me professor, Leslie, you can call Leslie, me whatever. Leslie, Leslie, yes. stop. Okay, just say yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Miss Michelle Carlin. Oh, hey, Russell. So happy to be here. I'm Michelle Carlin, founder and president of Alignment Advising, a business consulting and professional development firm. And congratulations on your 100th episode. I, I have to say, Russell, I love what you're doing. Excited to be here today and and learn from you. Even though uh, you've you've allowed me to come on here. You've asked me questions and now I get to dig deep and figure out what's going on in your brain. So thank you. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> thank you so you much. You don't want to know. Thank you. No, uh, Michelle is my go-to for a lot of different things. So um, she's always uh, happy to, to assist me with any, with any questions I have. And even she's helped me with my website and things like that. So please feel free to reach out to her at any time because that's what she's about consulting. Miss Marilis Kroc. Mr. Russell Edmond and everybody else here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. I am Marilis Kroc, Vice President of Meeting and Partnership Sales with Visit Anaheim. 
come on, California, let's reopen. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I hear the December 30th, right? Is that for Disney? Is that true? Disneyland, the park is opening April 30th. That is correct. So that's exciting because, you know, probably by that time we should be on the red tier. So we're hoping that they're not going to just open at 15% capacity. It's most likely going to be about 25% capacity. But just, you know, another plug get vaccinated and we can open up more and more. So uh, that's Very my good. plug. I love that. Thank you for having I me on. I'm so that. excited to be a part of this and congratulations on a hundred episodes. I've known you for a pretty long time myself from my LA days. I think maybe, maybe even before that Marriott days. So it's been fun yes. watching you grow as well in your career and all these great things that you're doing. So thank you for, for having me on and being a part of this. Oh, thank you so much. That's very nice of you to say that. Thank you so much. Marilyn is probably one of the, the most nicest, genuine uh, people in the hospitality industry that I've ever come across. And I'm not just saying that, that that's the truth. And I told you that before. So uh, it's not the first time you ever heard that. So, but no, I do appreciate the friendship and everything. Uh, live from Croatia, Miss Kat Von B. Hey, everybody. Um, well, I happen to know some of you already. I know Sarah and Scott. Hi, Scott. Hi, Sarah. Um, actually, Scott introduced me to Russell. So that's like what? a thousand years Small ago. World. Yeah. Oh my God. Back in the day. I, so um, I'm in Croatia. I'm the traveling Greek. I'm a travel writer and I'm also a social media manager in the tech space. So I work in high tech and yeah, I work for um, among others like otter.ai and some other, you know, big companies. So yeah, that's what I do. And I write so about much. hotels. So that's the other thing we have in common is hotels, of course. Yes, and Kat is a former travel agent turned, you know, content creator and things like that. So she knows everything. In fact, she's hijacked my, when I was at the Sheraton um, uh, Universal, she kind of hijacked my social media for a day. Um, so, so yeah, we go way back as well. So thank you so much for joining. Uh, I know it's probably. Why, uh, why aren't you in Greece? Why are you in Croatia? Oh, that's a whole nother story. I need to have okay. my own podcast, okay. but no. Um, <laughs> I didn't know it was a big thing. <laughs> so wait, I've been here since September. It's pandemic related. I can't leave. Like I can't go home and I can't leave the country. So, but it's a wonderful place. You know, if you've not been here, definitely come. I could hook okay, you we'll, all we'll up. Talk about that I'm a we'll talk about that in yes. a minute. Okay. Mute yourself. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's reel it back in here. Okay. Uh, and then certainly at least, but I mean, uh, last, but certainly not least, uh, Marsha, go ahead and say something. <clears throat> Hello everyone. I'm the little sister, Marsha. Um, like he said, I, I like to travel. Um, I tried to tell all my friends about Russell of hotels. Um, <laughs> I've known Russell the longest, I, I guess, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> we go way back. <laughs> I did teach elementary school, so um, I think he might have needed some extra people. So he's like, uh, Marsha, come on the show. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yes, I, I'm probably his number one fan. Uh, Sonia, his wife, can't stand when I say that, but you know, I love my brother. Um, he's goofy, and I'm, you know, we don't fall far from the tree. So anyway, good to be here. Thank you, Russell. Nice meeting all of you in person. I watch, I watch the show all the time, so I feel I know all everyone on the panel just through Russell of Hotel. So obviously he's doing something right. So. <laughs> mm, wow. You think so, huh? But anyway, thank you so much. Okay, Sarah, 
you're on next first to ask the question because um, I know you have a prior commitment. But before you ask this question, I have to post something first. So next question comes from Sarah Dandashi. Dandashi. Oh, that's no, that's my new logo. That's right. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. So um, this is great. And um, okay, are you ready for your question, Russell? Yes, I guess. Yes. I, whoa, whoa, simmer down. It's going to be easy. It's not going to, it's going to be very painless, but it's a two-parter. It's a twofer. Since you have a twofer oh, with Lord. us, this is a twofer. <laughs> no, it's good. It's easy stuff. Okay. Um, how did you get started in the hospitality industry? And then what inspired you to start your podcast, your show? See how painless is that? <laughs> Well, I don't have that much time to discuss that, but how did I get in the industry? Okay, we don't need the encyclopedia version, just that so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, how I got in the industry, I actually went to school for it. I don't know why. Who goes to school for hospitality? But anyway, I did. I went to Cal Poly, like Leslie had mentioned earlier. Um, Leslie and I were uh, classmates at Cal Poly Pomona, so I actually went to school for that after going through about three different other majors. Uh, I kind of resonated with um, hospitality the, the best. Uh, and I think it had something to do with the hotels and, and not that we stayed at a lot of hotels as a kid, but it was something that was intriguing to me. So I went through the whole um, degree process. And then my first job was with Marriott. And um, in fact, I remember when they finally when I remember when I when I first met um, two people from Marriott, it was a it was a job fair. It was in the they did it in the quad. So it was outside. Right. So there's all uh, tabletops, like six foot tables. And. I remember the two people that I talked to. It was um, Bridget Belinsky and um, San Veneziano. Those were the two people that basically wrote me in, right? They said, oh, you're great. You're going to be a superstar and all this stuff. And I, I believe the hype, right? So I signed. And I actually had a job six months before I graduated. So it just you know, kind of went from with Marriott back then. They had an ID program where you started in um, house. Well, there's three disciplines, housekeeping, restaurant, and uh, front office. And then you became you. Then you you could become a general manager after that. Uh, but I I did a different route from there. But um, so basically went from housekeeping to a general manager. So I kind of rose through the ranks in about you know 25 years or something like that, with some stops along the way. I mean, I went to 14 different hotels, but I actually left the industry at least two times during that 25 years, right? So, um, but then after that, after my last job with um, Sheraton Universal. Um, after that experience, that's what prompted me to get out and, and, and do my own thing, Russell of Hotels. Because if I'm going to get stressed out over some crap that I can't control, then I might as well do it for myself. So basically, that's what I did. I mean, I got tired of the mundane, um, you know, the, these are the goals and you got, you got to produce, you got to do that. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to bust my butt for this, then I might as well do it on my own. And then after the show, I mean, after I started um, my own business, the show came because I needed something to jumpstart, you know, your brand, right? You need something to, um, to, to be a disruptor. That's what I am. I'm a marketing disruptor, right? And I thought the show was something that I, that I was missing. So there's other people that are doing some podcasts and things like that. So I said, you know what, let me just go ahead and, 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 and try my, try this whole podcast thing. I, I went, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't do a lot of research. I just knew that I wanted to talk 
and I and I did it. So I, I went to L.A. Talk Radio, which was kind of like, just like turnkey. You pay him your money and then you basically just show up. And that's basically what I did. I showed up and whatever was on my mind, um, I talked about hospitality wise. And, and, and the people in this room were so gracious to to even participate in. I mean, Sarah, you being one of them, um, uh, Leslie, uh, Michelle, Marilis, um, um, Kat. I mean, all of you guys have been on the show. So, I mean, it was just it was easy for me to do it. And the reason why I do it is because I think there's a lot of things that are missing. And I, and I kind of keep things raw. I mean, I'm not as as polished as some people that are doing podcasts and I don't and I don't apologize for that because my experience is my experience right and you know coming from a different perspective I think I'm just able to to resonate with a lot more people than just you know you know we're only going to talk to corporate people and all that no 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 we're going to talk to everybody um because that's along my journey those are the people I came across, you know, that's that's the people that pushed me up or the people I came in contact with or the people that are in my tribe or my circle, if you will. So that's why I do the show. I do the show for that. And I get a lot of people that, you know, off the show, they'll call and text me and say, hey, I appreciate what you did. Even on Clubhouse, I've been getting a lot of things, you know, people talking about, hey, I appreciate what you share on Clubhouse. You, you're 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 raw and and you, you keep it real. And I'm like, OK, that's what it's all about. But thanks for the question. Woohoo! Thank you so much for having me and seeing. Oh, by the way, all these amazing, amazing people on here. Um, I know I was that person that told you that I I will have to jump off a little early, but I'm so glad that I was able to ask my question. Yes, and of you course. Were able to share. Um, so, can I just say one quick thing? Of course. Okay. <laughs> he's like he's like he, she won't be quick. Ugh, I hear him judging. Uh, no, no, no. Just wait. Just. <laughs> By the way, stay tuned for all, because I know that obviously a lot of hospitality professionals, one of the reasons why I happen to be here in South Florida, there is this awesome conference, Hospitality 2021. Uh, the awesome Scott Eddie has put it together. Um, I'll be help, helping MC, and um, and that's why we're here. So, Well, that's why I'm here. He doesn't know why he's here. He doesn't know why he's here. Uh, but thank you again so much for having me on. And like, what an amazing, amazing panel of women. I love this. So such an honor. Thank you again. No, thank you so much. And Scott, thank you for joining in. I mean, if this is the only way I can get you to, to have a conversation with me. Bro, that's don't even so start that. You, you got my number. I'm always around. <laughs> I'm the easiest person to get a hold of. Don't even start. Or oh, whatever. Cat, love oh, okay. you. Oh, okay, Scott. We have to catch All up right. soon. Uh -huh. All Bye, the guys. love. All the love. Hey, let's oh my talk gosh. soon, Sarah. Thank happening. you so much, Sarah. I'll see you on Clubhouse. <laughs> yes. All right. You guys take care. <laughs> nice. Love that girl. Hugs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. They're gone. Okay. Uh, next, and I'm gonna just randomly pick some people. Marilis Croc. Sorry, I'm a newbie. I had to un unmute myself. Hmm. Which question should I ask you? I've got like a fun little list on my phone of like five questions, but I know that I'm limited to one. I know that I'm limited to one. I know that you yeah, touched that's on the easiest one out of one. Your sister and Marsha, um, but I want to know what women, woman or women, have had the most influence in your life and how. Oh my goodness gracious! Um. <laughs> uh, well. Oh, I, you know what? It has to start with my grandmother. 
um, because and that's I think that's the reason why I'm, I'm easy talking in front of people or talking in, on a podcast or whatever the heck it is, because as a kid. OK, first of all, OK, let me just say this. We grew up in church. Right. OK, so I'm going to go back to church a little bit. So I'm going to go back, you know, in Blythe back in the I'm not going to tell you the year. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the year. But it was a long time ago. But uh, we grew up in church, St. Paul Baptist Church. Right. And every like holidays, like Christmas, Easter, Mother's Day, maybe even Thanksgiving, um, they had uh, we had programs, you know, geared around there and everyone had a speech to give. Either you did a speech or you had to, you know, participate in the play. They called it, she called it a piece. Like, did you, do you know your piece? Meaning, do you know your speech, right? So we would have to recite, and there were six of us, six grandkids, right? So we would have to recite these speeches in front of my grandmother. She, so she was the, she was the, the, um, um, I don't know, the judge, if it was good or not, if you were talking too fast or going too slow, whatever. I mean, if you weren't, if she couldn't understand you, you you know, you had to enunciate your words, right? I mean, she never used that word, but you knew you had to be clear for her to understand you. And um, you had to recite it multiple times to her. And Marsha can attest to this stuff too. Although Marsha is a little younger than I am, but um, she had to go through the stuff too. So that she was probably the most influential as far as what I do now, as far as speaking in front of people. So Miss Verdery Love Parish. My grandmother, she would be the most influential. But then that went to my mom who, you know, took over after after, you know, she had passed away a couple of years ago. And, and and now, you know, my mom, but she still has the same. She was of course, she was raised by my grandmother. So, of course, she has the same, you know, the same style and things like that. But I think my mom's a little bit tougher than my no, she is tougher than my grandmother. So, but uh, but no, the most influential would be my grandmother, then followed by my mother, and then you know, it's probably Sonia, my wife, would probably be the next one, the third one after that. Awesome, thank you. Did that I answer that? <laughs> yes, you did. Thank you. No, that was good. That was good. Thank, thank you. That was a, that was actually a nice question. Um, okay. Kat Von B. Yay. Can you, you all there? hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Perfect. Yes. Okay. I want to know what is your dream hotel and where would you go if you could go anywhere in the world? What hotel would you want to stay at? Any place oh, in the world. Gosh. <laughs> there has to be one. We all have one that we dream about, ah. right? I, you know what? I don't know the name of it. I don't even know where it is, but I can tell you it's it's suspended on the side of a cliff. I don't even know. I don't know if you've even seen that where I get, you know, I get these um, whatever videos and pictures. I mean, I think I've seen it on um, on Instagram or whatever. I, I, you know, what? I don't even know where it is. I know it's in Europe. Uh, it may be like in the Swiss Alps or something, but it's basically suspended off of a mountain. So you have to and you sleep. And the mountain or the cliff is just right. The window is facing the cliff. So, I mean, I guess if you if the window open, you, you know, you plunge, plunge to your death. I don't know the name. I really don't know the name of it. But um, something like that, something that's maybe a little bit more adventurous. But just another um, where would I want to go? I'll just take your question and go a little more. I want to go back to China because the first time I went or we went, 
Um, we were with a tour, and it, you know, you only get to see what the tour op, you, tour operators are showing you. I would like to go more and and be on our own and just kind of explore that way. And that was that was probably 10, 12 years ago where the traveling bug, I didn't have it like I do now, right? You know, that sense of exploration and, and kind of giving back to the community and things like that. Um, I, didn't, I didn't have that. But now, I, now that I do have that, I want to go back to China and, um, and, 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 you know, you eat the food that the natives eat and things like that because, you know, you're only, they take you to the restaurant they want you to go to. And the food yeah. was not, I'm like, this is not, no, this is not it. <laughs> I'm missing something. So I want to go back just to explore the food, the everything. Nice. Did I answer that question? I'm trying to get yes, got away, got away from that question, but yeah. Meanwhile, but, I was trying to Google and find this hotel okay. on a cliff. Thank so you. I'm, Thank I'm hot on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. Thank you. Ms. Professor Leslie Butler. Hello, hello. So my hello. question, hello. First, I want to say you mentioned Bridget Blinsky uh, is the person that first hired you in your professional position. And I want to let you know that uh, Bridget has been a partner with the Collins College up until uh, she's still a partner, but she's recently retired from Myriad. So um, she's been with the company for a very long time and I know her well. So I'll have to uh, drop your oh, name wow. to her to see if it rings any okay. bells. But anyway, so Please my do. question. Please yes, do. It, if it doesn't, I'm going to be pissed off. If it doesn't, <laughs> if it does. Either way, I'll, I'll see if she remembers I'm, you. <laughs> if it doesn't, I'm going to be pissed off. Okay, good. Okay, okay so right, my you. question, um, a few of my questions have already been answered, but I wanted to ask you, this is a little bit about me being an educator and what would you have me tell students that are in hospitality management to keep them engaged and motivated during this unprecedented time this is just crazy and so what would you have me say to them to keep them motivated to stay in our industry that i know you love and you know i love as well who that's a good question. Keep someone motivated that's not really in it. Um, gosh, that is a good question that I might have to think about for a second. Um, I mean, I, I guess the same is almost the same as, you know, what kept me motivated to do what I'm doing now. Um, I mean, I had something to keep me going and it, the show is what is keeping me going. I haven't stopped talking about hospitality, right? So, and I'm not going to say, is there one particular thing they need to, to, to concentrate on? But yeah, maybe it, maybe there is. What is there? Um, I mean, this is a time where you can learn more things about what you're going into. Because one thing that I do is I participate in a lot of um, webinars, free webinars that like MPI is giving or or site or um, what's the other one? Um, 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 uh, the marketing one. What's the marketing one called? Come on, someone tell me the marketing one. Hello, hello, hello. HSMAI. Uh, Maryland. <laughs> What's the? SSA. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That. One. <laughs> so yeah, I would say get engaged in those things because 
you know, as a student, you know, we those things didn't if they didn't exist, we didn't have access to them. Okay, so right. I would say now they want student participation. So learn about what's going on in the industry. Learn about some of the challenges that are going on, um, and that way we can kind of um, figure out how to get around these obstacles because that's that's one thing that we're dealing that with now. Um, and it's it's all about communication and and learning new things and and taking what you know to a different level. So I think right now is a time where we need to make sure that we are learning more about what we because we need to we need to be able to add more things to our repertoire, if you will. Right. I mean, one thing I learned was, OK, I call it swerving. I don't pivot. I don't use that word. I use a swerve. Right. Because pivot is like everybody's using the pivot word. OK, I use the S word. So you swerve around it like, OK, so I used to be a meeting planner. Right. Well, meeting planning left. Right. That, that's got that's gone for a while. So what do I need to do now? So, OK, well, either I concentrate more on the show or maybe I start doing I started to push people towards my website where they can make individual reservations, because obviously people aren't, do, aren't doing group reservations at this point. Right. But there's people that are starting to travel on their own single reservations or whatever. So I push them towards my website. Um, and then they can book a single reservation. I mean, that, and if you if you follow if anyone follows me on social media, you see that, um, you know, if you're traveling, you know, book book through Russell of Hotels dot com or whatever. Well, that's basically what that why I'm doing that is because group is not happening. Right. So I can sit up here and say and feel sorry for myself and say, you know what? Oh, woe is me. But or I can maybe try to, you know, remedy the situation or come up with something else. So, I mean. What I the, the advice, I don't know if I it was clear, but the advice they need to swerve and and learn more about the industry during this time. Um, concentrate on what they're doing. I mean, they're still taking classes, correct? So yes. they still need to do that. But I would learn more about the industry through MPI or a lot of different um, organizations that are student friendly, meaning we want students to to participate as well. So if that makes any sense, hopefully I, I answered that, that question. You did. Thank you. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much. Um, Marsha. Um, they took my question, teacher. They took my question. I can't hear I you. You can't hear me? <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with another one. I can hear you now, yes. <laughs> well, okay, so one question hospitality um related where do you want to where do you want to see the industry go after COVID, and the and what are the changes but what were the other majors before you got into hospitality uh, management or hospitality <laughs> wait a minute hold on one second i'm trying to i need to add someone hold on hold on one second wait a minute what am i doing here Are you guys there? I'm back, right? Is Sarah in now? Hold on one second. I'm just trying to add Sarah, uh, another Sarah, Sarah Good. Sarah, my that? friend Sarah? <gasps> there she is. Yes. I'm... Hello. 
Okay. Okay. Question, Marsha. So the first question was what again? Uh, where do you want to see the industry go after COVID and the changes uh, in the travel industry? And what were you, those other majors that you considered before getting into hospitality? Russell, you with us? Are we back now? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm the one that's falling off. No one else is falling off. It's just me. Um, okay, the changes that I want to see during COVID? After. What are the changes that I want to see? Okay, I... um, More communication, you know, between not just... And I'm going to take this from a hotel perspective. Um, I think there needs to be more communication with um hotels and their potential or their former guest or whatever because I, I think that we're missing the point or missing the boat on although i understand we, we have to do more with less and that's what's going on with hotels and probably with within cvbs as well as mayorless can attest to but the people that are there I, I hate to say it but you know you got to do more with less right so we need to communicate more if that's via social media if that's you know, uh, being creative about how you're doing things. I, I think that we need to to continue, you know, um, communication with our guests or former guests or whatever. I mean, one thing, it, it always goes back for me, the reason why I became a, this social media expert, uh, at least that's what I think in the hotel space, I mean, at least that's what I think of myself, is because I think we were missing the boat. As, as hoteliers, when I was on hotels, I think we were missing the boat on that because it would set you up for a situation just like this. I mean, no one knew that uh, COVID was going to hit or anything like that. But even after, you know, 9-11, I mean, it doesn't even compare to that, right? Because everything is completely shut down. But how do we communicate with people um, if we have less people, right? So, I mean, I think that's the way that we can do it. And it's relatively inexpensive relatively inexpensive to do. I just don't think we're doing a good enough job of doing it. And I, I, only thing I can go off of, because I subscribe to a lot of, or I follow a lot of hotels, a lot of CVBs, and there's only a handful, and I, I'll be honest, there's only a handful that I get responses from, or I get postings from. And Anaheim is one of them, so Marilis, you, you know, uh, you're good. Anaheim is one of them, but there's some of them that are local to me that I don't get. So I'm like, what are we doing wrong? So I would say we need to do a little bit a better job of, of, of doing that. And to answer that second question was, what were the majors before I chose uh, hospitality or hotel management? Uh, uh, at Cal Poly, they had this degree program called operations management. It was kind of business slash industrial engineering, but it was combined. It was in the school of business, though. And um, that was one. And I actually started off as a computer information system, but I was trying to follow someone else that was CIS major. And I, you know, I took one CIS class. I'm like, this is not for me. Uh-uh, no. So let me find something else. And then marketing was probably the, the number two one after hospitality. So what I did was um, majored in um, hotel management. At that time, it was called HRT. It was hotel restaurant travel management. If I, if, if my, if my memory serves me correctly, and then I minored in marketing. So uh, I guess I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I guess, I don't know. 
I guess. I don't know. So to answer your question, and I lost Marilis. Did I lose Marilis? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, but um, okay. Well, I don't know if she's coming back on or did I? Do I? Oh, I guess I have to bring her back in if she's there, right? Marilis, Marilis. Oh, maybe she just she probably took her thing off. I guess. Let's see. Let me just check. Sorry, she's still there. I guess. I oh, had a oh, I I thought maybe. Person come. <laughs> Oh, no worries. No worries. I hope I don't get booted off again. So, uh, Sarah Good, are you there? Uh, okay, I'm back for the fifth time. I'm sorry about that. I just, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going. On. It's not me. It's, it's, it's my, it's my, it's my, uh, my technology. I'm sorry. I'm talking about technology, and mine's not even working. But anyway, so the next one. But see, as in show business, you just keep going. You just go with the flow. You act like it never happened, right? So. What are you guys talking about? Okay. But um, okay, so Miss Sarah. Okay. Sarah didn't give me a logo, so I have to I had to improvise. So welcome, Miss Sarah Good. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing, Russell? How you doing out there? I'm I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Now Sarah's been on the show as well. And I have to say this from all the people, and I'm not trying to throw this out there and it's, it's a competition or anything like that, because it's not. But for whatever reason, when Sarah was on my show, and I've told her this, um, I got like 5,000 views from my show on LinkedIn. That surpasses anybody that ever, I don't know why, what the heck, Sarah, I don't know, Sarah Good is a hashtag Sarah Good is something. I don't, I don't know what that even means, but, but you <laughs> garnered the most views from that show. I don't know why, but thank you. Uh, well, thank you, Russell. Thank you for having me. Maybe it was the talking about being afraid of heights or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be. It could be. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself before you ask your question. Sure. So I've worked in the industry for over 15 years. I worked for five major cruise lines. Most recently, I was working in Antarctica on an expedition ship. I have been an event planner for nine years. I've lived in three foreign countries, six continents, over 50 countries. And now I am a corporate concierge, which um, I deal with mainly a lot of travel requests and other requests for a corporate client, but I will not say the corporate client at the moment. I understand. I understand. Very good. Well, yeah. we just, I'm just glad that you're here. I'm glad you're able to, to you. chime on and, and ask your question. So the floor is yours. So go ahead and ask the question, Sarah. And which one? Hmm, I'm going to do that too. Let's see. Okay, I'll go with this one. From 9-11 to the pandemic, what are three big takeaways that you have in our industry from the current situation and from 9-11? I don't know if you guys can see my face, but... Where are you people coming up with these questions from? <laughs> My brain. <laughs> um, can you say it one more time? Can you repeat it? Sure. So from 9-11 to right now to the pandemic, what are three big takeaways that you have from both of those situations in our industry? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and you guys may not agree with all these, uh, the three of them. Okay. Um, um, one thing, housekeeping is sexy. And I'm going to explain what that means. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you know, before housekeeping departments were basically, you know, they, they call them, you know, everything is separated in hotels as front of the house and back of the house. So you didn't really communicate with, you know, housekeeping, the, the department or the, the housekeepers individually or anything like that. But because of this whole COVID thing, you know, cleaning is important now and, and, and visually seeing, seeing cleaning is important. So that's what I mean. And I mentioned this on my show probably six, seven months ago that mm -hmm. housekeeping is going to be is, is going to be sexy now because people want to see it. Right. Because they want to see like Marriott came out with this new it's called this electrostat machine that's basically sprays these. I don't know, it sanitizes things in the air and, and whatever the surfaces or whatever. It's like this cool, like little gun, you know, like the futuristic gun. Well, people want to see that, right? They want to see that. They want to see people cleaning. They want to see people with their masks. They want to see all this stuff, their gloves and all that stuff. They want to see that. So that's one thing. So keeping housekeeping or bringing it back to sexy <laughs> is, is one. Two, um, Re people are learning now that it's it, working from home works, you know, remote working. I mean, I don't, that's, you know, for some of us, that's not a good thing um, because of the long-term ramifications or long-term effects it may have on our industry. Okay. So because the more people that can work from home, um, the less people they're going to travel for meetings. I mean, that's, that's where, that's where it hits me. Right. So, but mm -hmm. I have to be honest and just say, I mean, that's it is what it is, right? So, I mean, that's one thing that I, I just have to, if that's a, if someone asks me a question, I'm saying, you know, because I get this question all the time. When do you think meetings are going to bounce back? And yeah. I always say, um, I'll tell you, when it first happened back, uh, I guess, a year ago now, right? I said 18 to 24 months. That's what I said uh, a year ago. I said 18 to 24 months. Now I'm asked that same question. What do you think? You still think, you know, you're right on that? I said, I'm not trying to be right. I'm just saying, where the it's not the industry i mean we want to go back to work right but you got to think about it like this the companies that have downsized that have that have started to do more with less and they're getting more out of their employees because they're working at home right um those are the people the people the companies or the the ceos or whatever those are the people that are making the decisions. It's not us, the meeting planners, right, that are making the decisions. Though. Oh, because if it was up to us, we'd be like, shit, let's start. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, shoot. My mom's listening to this. But <laughs> I got some explaining to do now. But, um, but yeah, so <laughs> I lost my train of thought. But uh, no, we have to make sure that, like I said, the CEOs are making the decisions. But if it was up to us, we would go back to having meetings now, right? Because I mean, you see a lot of people that are saying, you know, oh, let's go back, and you know, we're waiting for California to go back, and this and that. You know, well, you know, yeah, we're all waiting for California to to, to come up with a protocol of what we need to do, right? But but bottom line, how it works, and everyone, if you don't know, you should you should know it. Leisure and uh, individual travels will bounce back first, and then hopefully, you know, the groups will come, will follow that. But from what I've seen and what I've heard, um, maybe, and Marilis can probably can tell me a little different, uh, but it's based on her experiences in Anaheim. But uh, you know, first quarter next year, maybe, maybe end of this end of this year, you may start seeing more. And what I mean by meetings, not the the grandiose meetings that we're used to. Maybe smaller ones. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs>
Go ahead. <laughs> Go. No, you're right. I think, you know, you're talking about the leisure, the drive market. I think that those, of course, are going to be the first things that are going to come back. And then based on guidelines provided by the governor, we're going to look at, um, you know, smaller meetings, of course. I think that with L.A. coming back, like the school uh, school coming back and it being a three foot social distancing with schools that we might also incorporate that with meetings. So I think we will probably look at meetings with social distancing guidelines still in place. Of course, there would be max capacities just like any other state where they're at 250 max or you know whatnot, but definitely along those lines. But definitely we'll start with smart, um, small meetings uh, before we can um, you know, go into larger citywide conventions for sure. And there's always gonna be the technical aspect of it that's gonna be a part of, you know, everything with regards to meetings moving forward. So it's a matter of of, of combining that and, and seeing what we could do in person as well as virtually. Very good. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm kind of right on. I remember this uh, friend of mine, he asked me, okay, and, and I know, Sarah, I'm going a roundabout way to get to this second one, but it's important, right? It has to do with the remote working, but this is important, right? A meeting planner friend of mine, uh, and I'll mention his name, Ricky Hopkins. He he asked me, he said, what do you think? He asked me the same kind of question about um, when meetings are going to come back. And I said, and this is what I told him. I said, it's going to be, I said, when meetings come back, it's going to be 70, 30, 70% 70 are going to be virtual and 30% are going to be in person. And he said, you mean the other way around, right? I said, no. I said, because you haven't dealt with the 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 corporate situation, meaning HR and human resources and 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 putting people at risk and all this kind of stuff. I mean, a lot of people haven't thought about that, but I mean, those are things. And I just happen to have this good friend that's an that's an employee employment attorney, right? So I had a conversation with him, and it, it didn't even start off like this, but it just kind of morphed into another conversation. And I, it was on Saturday, Saturday night of all times, that we're talking about this stuff. So, and I asked him, I said, well, what are your clients saying? He said, well, they've, they've learned to do, to, you know, to do things from, from home or, or, um, or, or not travel as much or whatever. He said, well, he said, we know that the human aspect is people need to meet. He said, he said, they understand that part of it, but they're telling their clients or he's telling their clients that, you know, it's not advisable that you send a bunch of people to meetings anymore. I mean, this is just what he said. I'm like, Wow, that's something right there. He said, and he said, well, you're going to share this on your show. I was like, yeah, heck yeah, this is good information, man. So, but thank you. So, but yeah, so I, I have to go off of what, and it's just not my gut. It's, it's things that I've heard, things that I read, people that I talk to. So, I mean, I'm coming up with this information. So the second one would be remote working. I know I went around about so away, but it's remote, remote working does work or it has worked for some companies. And the third one would be, um, well, I got two of them. Doing more with less. I mean, that's one thing we have to do. I don't know if I brought that up already, but doing more with less. I mean, you know, you got some hotels that, and I'll just mention um, my friend Natalie, who's a director of sales. I mean, she's working at the front desk right now. I mean, she's doing things at the front desk. She's helping the housekeeping. Uh, she's and, and then she's doing her director of sales work. So, I mean, that's that's basically what, what hotels, the small hotels, that's what they're doing. Right. So they, they don't have a choice. I mean, I, um, a, a guy I know at one of the boutique hotels downtown, he's a general manager, but I mean, he's, he's wearing many hats now because he doesn't have enough people to do some of these things. So, 
Yeah, doing more with less, and I'll give you one more. Communication. Regardless of what's going on, we need to communicate. We need to communicate within our hotels, and we need to communicate out to our communities, right? Because one thing that I don't think, and it goes back to the whole, what I mentioned a while ago, social media piece of it, I just don't think we're putting out a, enough information. Um, and I think that, and and Anaheim has done a great job in this, and I'm glad you're on here. So, so you can hear me say it, but yeah, Anaheim has done a great job on this of, of communicating what's going on, uh, you know, what's open and what's going to open and how we're going to do this. I mean, you know, before the governor gives whatever his blessings or whatever it is, but Anaheim has been on the forefront and that's important to the hotel community and to the, the restaurant or just that the community of that destination. And from what I've seen, a lot of CVBs or DMOs, they're not the mouthpiece of their destinations. They're allowing the hotel to just kind of come up with their own thing. And the hotels can do whatever they want to do, right? But I think it needs to speak from one mouthpiece. And I think the, the DMOs or the CVBs are that mouthpiece. I, I just think they need to have a more of a voice right now. Because right now, because the hotels are, some of the hotels are closed, right? Or Maybe they're not operating, you know, close to whatever they need to be. And then, and, and on, on the same hand, I know there's some DMOs that are, they're struggling as well because their money, they're funded by the hotels, right? So if there's no occupancy, uh, so it's a catch-22. But I just think whenever the DMOs, let's say, they get back, they need to be the mouthpiece for that destination. Um, so hopefully that answered that question. <laughs> 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 well, anyone else have any other questions? I mean, this is 151. Um, I got I, one. I, I, <laughs> yes. No, I wasn't going to let you off that easy. I feel like this is like an interviewee question, but I think this is going to be a good one to close with. I don't know. Here we go. If there was a woman that you could interview, live or dead, who would it be and why? Oh my goodness! Alive a woman in, that I could alive or deceased, who would I want to interview? Um, gosh, I'm a uh, uh, alive or deceased. <laughs> Uh, you, yeah, I've already done it. I've, 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 yeah, I've done every interview that I want to do. No, I'm joking. Um, it probably would be, um, you know, I, you know, when people and I'm just good. It's, it's, it's a family member, and this I already mentioned her is my grandmother, right? So there, there's questions that now I, you know, as you get older, you should have asked. You know, you know, some of the things that they dealt with back in the. You know, she came to Blythe uh, from back in the, well, she was born in the 20s, right? So um, she came to Blythe maybe in the early 30s. I mean, just, I mean, there's bits and pieces of stuff that, that she said, but I don't really remember a lot of it. Uh, but just the journey, you know, back then, how you got from Oklahoma to Blythe, you know what I mean? It, it's hard enough these days going from Oklahoma to Blythe, but going from, you know, in a, and a car or a vehicle or whatever that's not like you know that we're used to now i mean is 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 different so and just the whole life and just you know things they had to deal with and struggle with and i remember my mother i mean my grandmother didn't um she drove locally 
but she didn't drive out of town, right? So she didn't drive, she didn't, she never left Blythe, right? Other than, you know, my grandfather owned a trucking company, right? So, you know, if he if he had a truck that was out in the countryside, so so to speak, say 10 miles away, you know, you know, she would go and pick him up and that kind of stuff. Okay, that's different, right? But to leave and like go to Indio or to to Palm Springs or something like that. That was unheard of for her to get in the car. In fact, my mom doesn't even do that. Do that. So, but anyway, um, so <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but just just the way of life back then. Um, I just wanted to ask her, you know, you know, how do you deal with certain things? You know, how do you, you know, how do you get to this point, or or what advice do you have for us? You know, that kind of stuff. So. In my advice to anybody now, if you have, you know, grandparents and uncles and aunts that are, you know, from another generation, I mean, ask them these questions, especially people of color, right? Because we are, our, our journey was different, you know, for, for a lot of people. And I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, it is, it is what it is, right? Uh, but I, emb I embrace that and I, I'm not afraid to talk about it or ask those questions. But, um, you know, just just to see how they dealt with with, with certain things, and I, I think that would be, and that that would she would be the person I wouldn't would want to interview again, and just and I would ask her if she let's say she knew about this podcast, what she what would she think about that? You know, what I mean, what what would you say about this podcast? Would you want to be on the show? Would you want to talk about certain things? What would you do? What would you talk about if you had a podcast? You know, what I mean, just things like that. So that's a good question. Thank you so much for for asking me that question. I, I, I didn't expect that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Marilis. Anyone else have any other questions before we wrap it up? Sarah, you look like you have a question. What What's going on? You have, the, you have that look in your eyes. No, it's OK. Mm. Well, you don't want to ask me another question? And, 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 and Michelle I mean, told me she got kicked out. So. You know. Michelle getting kicked out means I'm gonna kick myself off hopefully i don't get kicked off again no michelle's Let's here see. and she's Hold back on. add michelle back oh kicked off again okay well i just Hello? added yay are you there so hopefully i'm not gonna because i don't want to get kicked off. It, off. Can, can you hear me? Can you hear me michelle yeah okay, I hear you. russell you're talking to yourself <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think he just got booted off. I, I see an arm. Is that his arm? Oh, no, that's your arm. <laughs> I don't know. Is he there? No, he's kicked off. <laughs> see, me people getting kicked off and me adding people back is a disaster. That's a disaster. Thank you so much, Michelle, for getting kicked off. I appreciate that. Kat, do you have a question? I, I didn't get to ask a question. <laughs> oh, you didn't? Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to get out the show because I know your questions are going to be harder. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, Russell. I promise. I promise. <laughs> Being a fellow uh, Cal Poly Pomona Bronco alum, you know, you're in good company here. So um, okay. my question, question to you is what have you learned about yourself during the pandemic that surprised you the most? <laughs> that I don't have to leave the house. <laughs> oh, come on. That's not about you. About you personally. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I think it's in the same vein that 
I can be, well, productivity is important, right? So, I mean, I can still do some of the things from home that I was, that I thought I needed to do outside of home. I mean, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, the, the going to the hotels or having conversations. So it just allowed me to be more creative about how I communicated with people. And if that's through Zoom, which, you know, of course, all of us have done huge Zoom things, Zoom conferences or Zoom meetings or just one-on-one Zoom. So uh, technology has been a big part of it, uh, providing that it works, right? That you don't get kicked off. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's been the, that, I think that's been the key to, to a lot of different things. Just uh, figuring out that you can still be productive, maybe sometimes even more productive. Um, because I don't have to get dressed or anything like that. I mean, if you guys, I mean, I dress from the from the from the waist up, right? From the waist down, I have on sweats, right? And I have no shoes on. So, I mean, there you go. So, um, <laughs> so so just being able to roll out of bed and get on a, a call if that's what you need to do, or to learn something on um, through webinars and things like that. And I, you know, I've done probably I don't know twenty different webinars since this whole thing, and I could have done more, but I just you know, maybe just the lack of time or whatever. But I think it's just important that, you know, we we learn and um, however, however the situation is, you need to learn or take advantage of that. And I mean, I, I read more. I, I never I, I and people know um, I'm not a big reader, but guess what? I've been reading more that, you know, things, subjects that I haven't ever thought about reading before. Um, I watch more. I, I watch more Netflix, but they're documentaries based on true stories, right? Or whatever that is. So uh, I didn't do that before. You know, I just, I watch movies, but not documentaries, documentaries based on, you know, some true to life, whatever. And, uh, and one that I would mention, uh, speaking of a documentary, is the, has to do with hotels. <laughs> it's the, um, the um, crime scene at the, um, what is it called? The hotel. Yeah. What is it? Hotel. I know what you're talking about. The CISO. The CISO. Hotel CISO. Yes. So if you that. have not seen that one, you need to check that one out. Because the whole thing from start to finish, I mean, just dealing with, you know, you got the GM in there, you got some hotel workers. And anybody that's working a hotel, this kind of resonates with you. Like, you know, situations that can come up, right? Not necessarily the demise of a person, but you know, things that come up and, 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 you know, questions you have to answer and all this kind of stuff and, and just to get out of a hotel and all this kind of stuff. And, and believe me, I had, well, why did she do this? And why did she do that? You know, you have that kind of, you know, you're looking, you're watching it and you're listening and you're like, well, would I have done that any differently or how would I have, you know, took, you know, handled that situation? So, but it's an interesting thing. So it has some twists and turns in it. Um, but, but yeah, Michelle, just, Basically, you know, um, technology has been my friend mm-hmm. and, you know, just learning more from that. Thank you for awesome. that question. You want to ask another one? You want to ask one more? Me? Guess well, now you put me on the spot. I have a whole bunch of questions. <laughs> no, 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 no. The one more simple question. Nothing too hard. Okay. And then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> Since you got knocked uh... out. So... Who has helped you the most in the last year that you attribute your success to? No one. <laughs> no, <gasps> I'm joking. 
Oh, <laughs> that come on. That was a joke. I can be funny, right? I can be funny, right? I'm just um, teasing I would you say right now. <laughs> I can say that it hasn't been one person. It hasn't been one person because no one can get through this just, you know, um, by themselves. But I, I'll just say this. people. Some of the people in this room have, have helped me, you know, get through certain things. I mean, just having conversations with about websites or because this is the time you need to kind of, you know, I mean, up your game, if you will. Right. So, you know, some of the people in the room, you, Michelle, you've helped me uh, with certain things. Uh, I mean, uh, um, Sarah, Cat. Uh, although we haven't talked more or less, I mean, you send me things. I, I see these things, and I and I and those things, um, they help me have conversations with other people. So if we're talking about because everything comes back, you know, it comes down to hotels or destinations, right? So most conversations I have have to do with that. Like, well, what's going on in Southern California? Well, Anaheim, they're doing this. You know what I mean? So I'm, and, and I thank you for sending me that stuff because I have something to talk about, right? So, um, Leslie, um, I don't know if you, have you helped me out, Leslie, this year? Um, maybe, have we talked? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Marsha, you probably, Marsha's helped me out. I mean, so it's not one person that's helped me out. There's a myriad of people that have helped me get through this. My mom, you know, you know, just conversations or whatever, you know, those things, you know, a, a bunch of people have, have helped me, you know, so that's, that's a good awesome. question too. There's no, there's no bad questions here. Thank you so much. So is there anything else? It's 202. You know, we normally, there's one thing about having my own platform. Uh, you know, I can go as long as I want to go now, or I can stop when I want to stop. So I'm just going to ask if there are any other questions. Professor Leslie, you have any questions for me? Or Marsha, you have a question? Marilis, you have another one? Cad? I was chatting with Marsha in the, uh, private chat about when you mentioned you were from Oklahoma and of course no, I'm, from, I'm Oklahoma. from Oklahoma. Your your grandmother was from Oklahoma. So okay, you have family, gotcha. right? And so I said, oh, I have family in Oklahoma. I stand corrected. But yeah, so it's a small world. Marsha and I were talking and you still have family in Oklahoma. I don't know if you know that or not, but uh, we were talking about that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Do I know him? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, sort of, but I didn't know. Did I know you're from Oklahoma? I don't think so. I don't know. We've never talked about that. I don't know why so, we talk yeah. about everything else. So I I don't know why either professor, but, uh, okay. Thank you so much. So what's going on at the school? I mean, are people on, on, um, uh, on, page, on campus, uh, scheduled to graduate and things like that, or they uh, are we well, have classes in person? Yeah. No, only um, certain classes are face to face. Those research um, uh, lab based classes are meeting in person. We personally don't have any meeting in person at our college. However, in the fall, they would like to have at least twenty percent of. Uh, classes meeting from each college face to face. So uh, they're making plans to have some of us come back in the fall. It just depends on uh, much like what was said, what's happening uh, in California with our um, tiers and you know, what tier we're in. So it's ever changing. You know, I hope that it, the tiers improve and we can open back uh, more, but it just depends on, like you said, we're at the mercy of 
you know, what comes up comes from our elected officials, which um, that question about the three things um, that you've learned in the pandemic. And one of the things I thought you might mention is that, you know, we're all governed by just our politics and what media says we should be doing. So we're, we're kind of in a tough situation, but we want to get back on campus and uh, we hope to have more of us there um, in the fall. I have Very a question. Good. All right. I do have yes. a question. Okay, these are for the other panelists. Um, what what was your guys' major or what, you know, how did you guys get into what you guys are doing now since, we're, since we have time? <laughs> Cat. Uh, I'll start, I guess. Um, okay, I dropped out of college twice. I was not a college girl. I wanted to make money. That's what all that mattered to me. So, yeah. So I became a travel agent, made no money, and for many years. But um, yeah, now I'm a travel writer and a social media manager for tech. So I do much better. But yeah, it's weird because I work with PhDs and machine learning people, professors, I, I don't even know. And I'm like, I, I just stare at them like they're speaking a foreign language, but it's cool. I can tweet, that's my talent. <laughs> You're very talented, Kat. Oh, thank you. Don't tell yourself short. Sarah, you go, your turn. I majored in travel and hospitality administration. And for my associates and my bachelor's actually is in liberal studies uh, because I chose a school that didn't have a four-year degree in travel and hospitality. And I was going to transfer, but I did not. I went to an all-women's college in Massachusetts and I had a great experience and I really got some great practical skills and I'm still working in the field. So I see it as a win-win. Thanks for the question. Thank you. I'm always curious as to how people got to where they Got to. <laughs> and Michelle, did you drop off? Oh, no. <laughs> well, okay. Well, hey. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. <laughs> so uh, I know if I drop, if I have to add someone in again, I got disconnected. I actually have to go. Okay. Thanks for including this. She's, she's gone, though. Okay. So thank you so much, Michelle Carlin, for being on the show. Thank you, Sarah Good. Sarah Dendashi uh, of Kat Von B, Professor Leslie Butler, uh, Marsha Edmond, Instructor Extraordinaire. Um, who else am I missing? Uh, Mr. Scott Eddy did a guest, uh, a guest, um, what do you call it? What do you call it? A guest. Uh, what? A guest slot, like a guest appearance. A guest appearance. A guest appearance. He did a guest appearance. Miss Marilis Croc, thank you so much for with Visit Anaheim. We appreciate you coming on as well. So thank you for everyone that's joined me. I mean, we did go a little over, like eight minutes over, but that's, that's okay. Like I said, I have my own platform, so we can do whatever we want to do. And plus, it's the 100th show. So how many times do you have a, a, a 100th show? You don't only have that once in a lifetime, if you even get there, right? So, but thank you guys so much. I mean, you guys are on the show because obviously – or everyone has been on the show. Obviously, you guys resonate with something with me. You guys are special to me, your friends, and and the people that I can call on, people that I appreciate our friendship. So I, I do appreciate it. I mean, it wasn't just, you know, I just, you know, just started adding names. No, I specifically added you guys uh, to do it. So I'm just glad that you guys were able to join me for a brief 
period of time. Um, and thank you so much. And if with no other questions, I wait, like what? To say, did Leslie, wait, did Leslie answer my question? Ah, I did not, but that's because Russell and I were classmates at Cal Poly Pomona. So, what does that have to do with anything? Ask the question, Leslie. We went to school together. Cal Poly. What does that have to do with you? What does that have to do with the question? Okay, what you start off, Leslie? Well, where did Did I start? I've always started in hospitality. Let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. Let me just ask this. Yes. Did you go to Cal Poly? To major in hospitality. Is that why you went to Cal Poly? Did you go for that program? Yes. Because I yes. did. Not many people did. Well, I was focused. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Very good, Leslie. Okay. You need to keep in touch, Leslie. We need to talk more. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You said that the last time I saw you. But anyway, whatever. That's like two years ago. But anyway, all right. Well, you th- guys, thank you so much for joining me thank on air with Russell Hotels for that hunting show. Thank you, um, once again, happy International Women's Month. I do appreciate it. Kat, when are you leaving Croatia anytime soon? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Okay. All okay. Right. They just gave me residency till the end of the year, just in case COVID goes on. I literally will have been here. I don't even know how long. I've lost track. It's seven months so far. I think. Wow. I like okay. It maybe. I like it. Maybe I'll go there before you leave. Maybe I'll go. At least I, I got somebody to come see in Croatia now, right? Somebody's <laughs> got to come visit me, Sarah. Come visit me. We know. Let's go together. I'll go. I know. All right, you guys take care. Bye, guys. Thanks again. Bye. Thank you. You guys take care.